Well, welcome back, everybody. So, you know, we finished our last podcast, which was just absolutely awesome. Had some great guests on and talked a little bit about um, some of the, the funding money that we're getting with ESSER um, and really looked at access to, to the internet, had some great things. And I know we said we had a couple more podcasts for this season. However, well, I was totally wrong. We have uh, we have one final <laughs> one for this season and we're going to, John and I are, are going to take today and kind of reflect back on uh, a couple questions we have for each other, as well as the reflections of the podcast. Um, however, we want to make sure that you guys know that we do have season two coming. We've got lots of great things uh, happening for season two that we're in the works with right now. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about those in a bit. However, we just want to make sure that if you have not smashed that subscribe button, please do. Also make sure to, to rate the podcast. We love to hear feedback. You know, one of the, the big things is as we continue to analyze this whole podcast was what's a way that we can connect with people and so we want to make sure all of our listeners that it's really meeting, meeting your needs, that our podcast isn't just John and I sitting here talking uh, to each other randomly, right, John? Like we, we want this to be an all-in type of uh, experience. So um, I do want to take just a minute before we get into our, our couple of questions for each other is, you know, our main focus of this podcast was really a whim. John John had an absolutely great idea and whim of, hey, why don't we why don't we think about a podcast? And looking at how busy all of us were this past year and kind of trying to find time that we could take care of ourselves. You know, John, I actually yesterday I was meeting with the um, uh, the CETL prep cohort that we're running from IEDL. And so the the eight of us were sitting down and, you know, we, we were really kind of dissecting last year and all of the craziness that we went through. And it, it brought me right back to October and November when, when we were talking about, we have no time to do anything. We feel like we're in a, a dark tunnel with no lights that we're spiraling out of control and that we are just, you know, shooting at the stars. And this idea came out. Right, John. Like, yeah, that's and, exactly that's exactly how how it came out. And and, and so, yeah. Go ahead, go John. I mean, I, we were talking about that and connecting, even on things that weren't necessarily operational. So a lot of our job is just focus on the tasks and the nitty gritty. It was just really kind of higher level um, connecting with everyone. Yeah, and and I just remember we were saying, how can we build an outlet for people? When we have no time, and that's where the idea of uh, listening to a podcast as you're driving to work or you're leaving the office, you know, we we always tried for a 30 minute podcast. However, uh, <laughs> we had some that were were close to an hour, but absolutely fantastic topics, and you know, so so grateful for having time with those guests and, and talking through it. But trying to be able to mesh that piece, um, we've had on average about. 80 different downloads per episode, which is just incredible. Um, it really is for, for a, a small group type of podcast, um, having that type of traction. However, if, if there are other topics that, that you as our listeners would love for us to dissect, we, we would love to hear it as we're continuing to craft our, our second season. One thing, and John, help me understand here. Did, did I see that our podcast was also promoted 
by Kosin and and I think even Keith promoted it too. Keith Kruger, right? It was. It came out from one of the 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 Kosin messages and and Tony and I for our listeners, we were contacted by a district in Portland, I believe it was Portland, um, just talking about how much he got out of our first podcast and they were running a conference of sorts and just wanted to grab our content and interview us for this conference he was running. So it was pretty cool, pretty cool. And just to add to what Tony said, just want to thank um, all of our regular listeners and then the folks that reached out um, individually or on Twitter or just feedback of how much they like it. Just want to want to thank you guys for that. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of uh as as we move along here, I, I do want to just jump in, uh, Tony, with one of my favorite questions this time of year, whenever I see a tech director, and I haven't asked you, so I think it's a perfect time to do that. And that is, what are your top projects you're working on this summer? So, Jen, you know what, it's, it's absolutely crazy to think about this. I, um, we, uh, we've done a lot of, like, analyzing the district and ways to to continue to provide uh, both access while on campus as well as remotely. And so that started to open up and bubble up lots of other things. So we've got so many projects that, you know, the summer is, is going to, I'm going to say it's going to be an extended summer just because I know we're not going to get it done. And I want to make sure that we do it well, you know, that's my big thing. So as we look at this summer, we've got right now, uh, we're looking at core switch replacements which right there is going to be something crazy. We're Mind if I ask, uh, go specifics on it? What, what are you, uh, what kind of switches are you going with? Uh, we went with the Cisco, the newer, what are they? The 9600s, okay. I think. Yeah, the Cisco ones. Um, one other thing is that we've, we've implemented cameras in a very staggered type of, of piece. And so now we've just got some cameras that are working well, some that need replacing, and we're able to, to budget for a complete camera replacement. So all security cameras uh, we're looking at, at changing. With that also the our storage and archiving system for that. Um, we've, we're also looking at upgrading or not looking at upgrading. I know we're, we got them, but uh, our identity management services. So we're, we're focused on that. I'm also planning on doing a ransomware drill at some point in the summer with my staff. And it's more of a, Let's make sure we've got that plan written out in a spot where we can all do it so that, you know, whenever we have to, hopefully never, but whenever we have to deal with it, we've, we've got it. And it's not one of those that we're trying to close some gaps. So really focusing on, on uh, making sure that our processes and procedures are, are in place with that. And then, John, I'd have to say probably the biggest thing that I'm going to be focusing on this summer as we look into next year is really the idea of, I wanna work with all of my team and do a lot of professional development, especially for my, leaderships, my leadership team on what effective evaluation looks like. Huh. Um, and, and I say that just because, you know, one thing also that we were talking about in our IEDL cohort or our CETL cohort group uh, that we're running through IEDL is the uh, piece that, a lot of us don't get a huge amount of training on the evaluation process, right? And in a school district, there's tons of emphasis put for teacher evaluation, right? Everything's the Charlotte Danielson model or the district's version of the Charlotte Danielson model with all of these steps and integrated pieces. 
But when we look at the majority of at least our support staff and, and my department, it's what I'm seeing is just not the evaluation is, is very surface level. And I really want to spend a lot of time on professional development with my team on what do we view it as? You know, my personal philosophy is more on a coaching model. And if that's the case, then we need to provide that support of let's make sure we've got a standard goal and a stretch goal. And then what are we going to provide to get to that stretch goal? What are we going to be able to do? So that's really kind of the a long-term piece that I'm doing for the department on top of all of those other like equipment and infrastructure upgrades and whatnot. So um, it's going to be busy. It's going to be a crazy, crazy, crazy summer. So um, John, you know, I'm not, awesome. you know, I'm not letting you off the hook though. Right. <laughs> what about yeah, you? My, my top, well, first off, Tony, I, that is a really interesting on the evaluations. Cause I, I, I don't think, I don't know anyone, including myself that would say we're doing a really good job on evaluations and providing our staff the needed um, resources and training to meet those stretch goals or goals that they have. So pave the way for us. Sounds like an awesome topic to cover at one of our IETL workshops with uh, the larger group to kind of share, share across. For us, we were leading into this summer and I made the mistake of probably the fourth uh, spring in a row of sitting down with my team saying, we're going to have an easier summer than what we usually do. <laughs> which is every, every summer, if I told you the stuff we're putting in, it's crazy. And, I, and I'm like, we, we really just need a break. And, and this summer seemed like it was going to be the break, but I made the mistake of saying that and everything has reversed on that concept. So we had a security incident that mm-hmm. was pretty serious that I'll um, more than happy to share with our membership um, either at the summit or one of our workshops, but we have a lot of security components, including rebuilding our VDI and Horizon uh, network, which is a pretty big undertaking. Uh, naturally, the, the Chromebooks that come in uh, for our freshmen, we prep those. We're rip, ripping and replacing Arrowhive Wireless and moving to Juniper Mist. Mm-hmm. That, those were supposed to come. There was a delay in the chipset. Now they are coming in July, so we'll have that. Thanks to our IETL listserv. We actually looked hard at incident IQ. There was a string and I saw enough incident IQ and Hayes software where we looked at both of those compared to what we had and we are making the change. So thank you IETL membership for chiming in on that. So those are some of the highlighted components for Skyward districts out there where um, we're, we're checking out some references, but we're looking to move that off into IS Corp and not host that. Uh, and that is tied to that security incident of um, some, another thing I want to put in place moving forward. So we have a really busy summer ahead of us now. And that what we, Tony, you didn't mention I didn't either, but we have SOPA. So SOPA is I know front and center for a lot of us as well. Um, yeah, but that those are uh, those those are uh, I would say the major projects. Yeah, you know it's interesting. John, I totally forgot about that. We're we're looking at doing something similar with our with our uh, sis is trying to, to see where's going to be the most secure spot. Is it, is it, does it make sense to host stuff here as much as we have been or to look at finding some of those providers? But yeah, it's, I'll tell you what, I have not said that this summer is going to be easier yet, just because I'm, what I'm kind of thinking is, you know, as we're preparing for next year, and I guess I'm not sure, but would love to hear your thoughts, but we're preparing for a very, very, very traditional start of next school year. However, 
I'm still in my mind going to have a backup plan of what happens if, right? So right. I mean, ISBE's really come out and, and started to say that students should be back. We're going to be expecting compulsory attendance in person. However, you know, at least from this past year, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that, that there could be some variant. And, and I don't necessarily mean variant of the, the virus. What I mean is like, we're going to need, there's going to be a one-off this year of something. So trying to just stay ahead of that as best as we can is also what I'm trying to like keep in the back of my head because who knows? And I just want to be as, as prepared as we can. So what do you, are you guys uh, focusing on the same right now? If you can hundred percent, the same Tony, and just trying to think about what might play out. The, the one thing that I think will definitely play out outside of the, the students that really do go remote, our district's trying to treat them and manage them as homebound students, which we've always had those structures in place. Mm-hmm. Some of the ESSER funds are going to help with FTE around managing homebound. Mm-hmm. I'm looking more at the quarantine situation where you have a student that um, ended up getting COVID and you're looking at the contact tracing and all of a sudden you have a teacher that has, you know, one kid or or three kids absent, 20 kids there and seven to 10 kids quarantining. What does attendance look like for them? How do they manage the kids that are quarantined, but are technically still online? So those are the different variants that I, I would agree with you. Like what, what, what are we going to do if anything from a district standpoint and technology standpoint? Yep. Yeah. I think that's going to be, thankfully, I, I think right now that's the the only variant we're going to see unless something really, really, really changes and what's, uh, what's going on. So, well, it's always great to hear what uh, each other are doing. And, you know, one thing is, like I said earlier, is we also want to hear back from you guys. So you, you, all of our listeners here, you guys hear us and, and what we think are good topics, but we want to hear from you guys on topics, on reviews, um, you know, right now for our second season, as, as we kind of, you know, wrap up this first season, we are still looking at focusing on our SEL. I have heard lots of positive feedback from, from people, not just in our organization, as far as IEDL, but around the country. As, as John said, uh, we had uh, somebody from Oregon contact us. And so we're going to continue to focus on SEL. I really, truly think that that's something that uh, we don't uh, spend enough time on with ourselves. We talk about it, but we don't focus on it ourselves. Uh, as John kind of alluded to this past year, you know, there was a handful. Our district also had an incident this past year with some of the other uh, northern districts that we are going to talk, a, have a whole theme on security and what we're doing. We're, I feel like every other other week we're seeing some ransomware. Right now, it's one of the meatpacking uh, uh, companies, right, John? That's the most current ransomware. And right. we had the pipeline last week. It's, it's, it's not getting any better. Uh, it's so we're going to focus a little bit more on that, some stuff on interoperability, and then obviously our, our relevant topics are timely topics. We hope that you and uh, everybody here enjoyed hearing our hiring one, hearing our ESSER and E-rate focused one, as well as our, um, uh, oh my gosh, I can't even think. Well, John, what was the other one we did? Can you think off the top of your head? Um, uh, budgeting, ESSER. Yes, budgeting. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So we love trying to to keep these as as relevant and trying to know how our worlds can be pretty cyclical. Um, However, if there's other topics 
would love your feedback. Would love your reviews. Pass on. Feel free to email us, tweet at us, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. So, uh, but with that, before we kind of wrap up the the episode and the season, uh, John, we got a bunch of of upcoming events and the current vice president of IEDL and and soon to be president of IEDL. You want to give us kind of a, a rundown of what we've got coming up this summer. Sure. So a couple of weeks from now, um, I'm thinking if we publish this tomorrow, if our listeners, if you're listening to this, it's prior to June 16th, which is just a, an easygoing White Sox game networking social to, to celebrate kind of, of all of us making through this, this year and connecting with each other on what we're doing this summer going into next year. If you haven't reached out and told me you wanted to go, please drop me a line as soon as possible prior to, again, that's June 16th, a 1 p.m. White Sox game. The CTO Summit is scheduled for Thursday, July 22nd. More details to come on that. We are up this upcoming year going to be standing up our network admin group. So a group that might want a little bit more focus on the boxes and wires, security, all of the networking gear. Um, We're looking at, at getting that group up and running. So stay tuned on that. And of course, we're going to have our workshops, which are three times throughout the year. Once typically end of September, beginning of October, January, and April, uh, along with the podcasts that are going on and other ways that our IETL board is, is putting stuff in place to get everyone to connect. So it's going to be a really exciting year. We have a really exciting year ahead of us. And I think it'll be, I'm really looking forward to getting back together in person after so long off where we can connect with everyone. You know, I, I am too. We just had our retirement event here at District 214 for our, our building. And we are out in the courtyard today and it's absolutely gorgeous day out. And it was just so nice to see people, you know, sitting down and, and having lunch outside. And I'd forgotten what half the people's uh, faces looked like. So it was, it was, it was quite awesome with that. So, so John, just real quick, I'm going to, let's, let's finish today uh, with a couple takeaways that we've had from this podcast, maybe experiences that we've had. Um, and then, then we'll end like always with a random question. So um, I'll, I'll go ahead and get started. Right. You know, I will have to say when we first started this podcast, I was like, oh, I wonder how this is going to be, right? Anytime you take a, a leap of faith and you try something new and you uh, kind of put yourself out there, it's always like, oh, well, how's this going to work? Is John and I just going to sit here and talk to each other and, you know, <laughs> with, with the pandemic, doing it over Zoom and trying to figure all of those things out. But what I, I will have to say is that the guests that we had on, the people that I've talked to from our podcast, every everything, it just, it's super exciting. And I absolutely love recording the podcast. Um, even if only one or two people are finding it, it helpful, then I know it's well worth um, our time. And I'm just, I'm so thankful for all of you, our listeners and the ability to in such a unique year, still be able to create, create that close knit group that we're always here to support each other. So, um, I'm just super excited. I'm so excited for a second season and to see, uh, where this goes. So John, what's your, what's your takeaway here? Yeah, I, I would say, um, just, Talking to the guests has been awesome. And I think the concept of why do people listen to podcasts? And I think it really boils down to two things. 
typically one is, well, I guess three things. One is entertainment. If it's, you know, like a, a sporting podcast or just something that's entertainment. The second is just a getaway. Maybe it's more on the, the fictional, uh, fictional side of things. Um, the third is really kind of, a um, for your job and for your professional life. And I thought this was a really cool way. Um, not, I thought, but I, I think that this is a really cool way for us to highlight our membership on different topics, get different opinions and any of our members to be able to listen to that, learn from that in a car ride while working out just small snippets that they could take, they could take. So, uh, that's what I'm taking away from this. I'm hoping others are, um, and that is my main takeaway. My, my second takeaway is just how talented Tony you are. It's been awesome working with you and behind the scenes, you're doing all the work, but just to being able to kind of MC or be the glue of a podcast, even though it's just pretty laid back, it's just, it's, it's really takes a lot of talent to do. And um, I think you did an excellent, excellent job. And this is just season one. Imagine what you're going to look like in season five, seven, 10. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, John. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, it's, I, I, I do appreciate it, but you know what? Don't, don't count yourself out there, everybody. John, John's the one uh, scheduling and, and keeping things up and getting the questions started. I mean, I'll tell you what, it's truly a team effort. So I appreciate it, John, but I appreciate uh, everything that you do and, and being uh, such an amazing co-host with it. So um, as we prepare our, just our second season, just so everybody knows, we're looking at uh, releasing our first episode of the second season on September 17th. So two weeks into September, which will give all of us some time to kind of get back into the flow of things. Um, and right now we've got a set for timely, the start of the year stuff, things to think about after we get through the craziness that is August. Um, but so make sure you're keeping an eye out for that. Uh, we do want, uh, I, I don't ever want us to leave without our random question. And as we're preparing for summer, a super well and deserved summer, um, I'm going to say, let's go with this question, John, what has been your favorite family vacation. And you can take it as either, you know, your family with your kiddos, or it could be when you were a kid and what you enjoyed on as, uh, as a family. Yeah. Our, it's just, it's the most recent one. I had never been to Lake of the Ozarks, nor did I recognize, I'm guessing most people are like me. If you haven't been there, you just envision it as one huge lake, a body of water. And Lake of the Ozarks is nothing like that. When we were going last year with our family, we I looked it up on a map and I was like, where's the lake? It's just, it, the lake is basically one huge set of channels. And it ends up having more lake, more lakefront property is on the Lake of the Ozarks and there is oceanfront property for California. That's how big this lake is as far as channels go. But it was one of the most enjoyable vacations with our kids. They, they just love swimming in, in the lake and the, the being on a boat, um, traveling around, seeing the different houses, different restaurants. It was really, really fun. Um, and, and maybe that I have some recency bias, but it was really fun. So how about you, Tony? Oh, that's awesome. So I honest, honestly, I've never been down to Lake of the Ozarks. I've, it's on my bucket list for sure. Um, but I have, I've never been down there. You know, I, I was trying to think through this. So you know, my, my wife's family, um, for the most part, her, her parents, my in-laws, um, are quasi snowbirds. So we spent a lot of time down in Florida 
And I will have to say that it has become just kind of my favorite. And it's when I'm down in Florida and I walk into the house, first of all, it feels like your home, but it also feels like I can actually breathe in and relax and, you know, try to get away from things. Um, so that's really been probably my most recent type of favorite family vacation. However, I will say when, um, when I was growing up, my, my parents and, and I and my sister, we always would go up to Wisconsin Dells. And that was before Wisconsin Dells was crazy, Wisconsin yeah. Dells now. And uh, I absolutely loved going up there because every time we got up there the first day, which was probably a Saturday, we'd go to Pizza Pub. And they had this claw machine where I swear I could not lose. Like I could not lose on this thing. Um, but I haven't been up there in years and years and years. And uh, so as I was thinking through this, I was like, man, I had such good memories up there and I'll never forget pizza pub and I'll never forget, you know, the mini golf and uh, you know, Noah's Ark and all those things. So uh, definitely that one for sure. So um, awesome. I, I love those random questions, Dan, right. Awesome. It really, it really gives us time to, to, to understand people. So, well, I know that it's been a crazy year. Everybody deserves the most wonderful and restful summer break. And I know one thing that we've tried over here as an admin team is make sure for your own SEL, your own social well-being, that you carve out some time. You know, I know as John and I were talking about what we're We've got planned for this summer. Just remember, if we don't take care of ourselves, nothing else is going to happen. So make sure have a wonderful, nice and relaxing summer. And, you know, as always, we're, we're super thankful for all of you. And we're looking forward to a second season on uh, September 17th and all those great events that John uh, talked about. So until then, enjoy and take care of yourselves. Bye, everyone. Thanks. 